stop me. I got hit with three shots and the shit didn't drop me. The neck and the wrist is rocking. I got positioned on the top. Now you niggas gotta sit and just watch me. Lobster tail and shrimp with the broccoli. My trenches Versace, all cheetah print so the bitches can spot me. Shit that I drop, I should be listed as top three. 30 clip in this clock, I hit your bitch in the top piece. I got rich fast, they wanna know how I feel. Other rappers whose career been going downhill. Niggas who had a little buzz and even signed this. They back broke in the checks, drinking brown stairs. I pulled the 2020 pins off the lot, Drake won four pounds. Welcome back to the podcast, man. We here. Ready to have a lot of fun today. Uh, we're gonna get right to it. I just gotta let my shit rock real quick. Alright man, we here, ready to get into it, uh, it's been a minute, uh, we had to take a little holiday break, you know, niggas had to go live life a little bit, um, hopefully everybody had a, a great turkey day, um, had a happy Thanksgiving and shit, chill with their families and everything, um, I had a great time, I got to see my brothers, sisters, uh, cousins, you know, all my niggas, but, uh, other than that, what's good with y'all, man, how y'all feeling? Pretty good so far, man, I've been chilling, man. I'm feeling good, boy. That's good, Calvin, why do you be? Had a good Thanksgiving, man, uh, everybody doing good, shout out my peoples, uh, shout out my unk, and, um, yeah, I was cool, man, I was just watching football, bro, it was alright, what's good with y'all, though? Hey, can I just add real quick? Shout out to the Falcons, man. Like, I wish I would have did that bet with you, man. You know, shout out to the Falcons, man. Falcons are ass. Which I got lucky, though. I ain't gonna lie. I get that. Luck had nothing to do with it, man. Come on now. I mean, the Falcons aren't really like that y'all gonna have to see us again but we're gonna we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that though um are y'all niggas ready for christmas now being that thanksgiving is over y'all niggas ready for christmas man i'm ready to i'm ready to skip through the rest of this bullshit man i love christmas i i i I don't know what he on but hell yeah bro i just watched a christmas movie today i'm i'm in the spirit bro okay (laughs) Well, cuz, you know, I'm coming back down there to see you, man, so. It's up, man. Christmas is going to be yeah, good this year. Just like Thanksgiving, nigga. Good food. Infused food. Eyes hell. With the itis. Eyes hell. Knock the fuck out on the couch. I have to eat my plate. And not to mention family time. Of course, not to mention family. Most importantly, first and foremost. This time, make sure you don't get me in trouble and make two to fucking take her precious dog away from you, too. Alden, what you do to my cousin? I don't even know what he's talking about. No, it was... It was something that... No, I'm sorry, bro. It wasn't you. It was fucking Quill. It was fucking oh, Quill. Yeah, Quill was popping shit, and I can't yeah. see my dog from upstairs. 
Zay, what's good with you, nigga? What's good? What's good? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What's going on, man? <laughs> I ain't doing shit. You know, just enjoying the day. You know, the nigga just got off work, making that money, you know, on the way to the yeah. street, nigga. How y'all, how y'all living, nigga? Hey, yo, that's my motherfucking dog, yo. Real shit. What's good, man? You know, hey, shit, you know, doing my thing. Uh, ladies, how y'all doing? What's going on with y'all tonight? Yeah, where the fuck is Mara at? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. She could be t uh, attending to motherly duties. Yeah, yeah, I had, a, I, had a, I had a talk with her, you know, so I was here. Anything good over here, chop yourself. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. All right. Let's get into it, man. So while we were enjoying our turkey and getting ready to enjoy some turkey, Diddy was uh, going through it. Now I know everybody knows what happened to Diddy with all the all the all the controversy surrounding the situation. What I want to ask y'all real quick is, Carisha, Carisha, please, why do you think she has not said anything? Uh, Twin, I want to start with you, being that you are the female on the pod right now. Why do you think Carisha has not spoken up and said anything about the allegations against her man? She's not going to come out and defend him to get bashed, but that's her man, her man, her man, so she's also not going to, you know, disown him or say she don't fuck with him no more or whatever. She's just going to be quiet because that's really her only option. Now, is that, now, does she get canceled for being quiet? Yeah, that's trifling as hell. But if that's the case, if I may say, I don't mean to jump in like that but if that's the case like look how long not to bring it up like this we know how we know how the industry is so if that's the case all these people came out later down the road saying bill cosby roofied them 30 years later and then let's go to let's not mention surviving r kelly we're talking about something that happened in the 90s something that happened since the 90s he had a case about it he beat it well now y'all want to come out about it so i feel like Honestly, like, it always works in this way. In what way? Just the... How do I say this? Just the, the fact that she's being quiet on it. That's how the industry built. They always going to be quiet on it. They want somebody kind of out it. She, eventually, she's going to have to give a statement. They're going to make a movie about it. It's just publicity i gotta disagree with you on that one bro i'm i'm, I'm sorry bro the reason she ain't saying shit because she getting money bro the reason all these Thank other you. motherfuckers ain't say nothing is because they getting money everybody know who the fuck did it was while this shit was going on they still chose to deal with it so i, I don't really feel no sympathy for people who, who born who coming out because at the end of the day you knew what type of nigga this was you wanted some money you started fucking with him, and then he decided to, you know, to turn you out, and now you got to deal with it. And instead of you just, just accepting it, now all you want to do is play the blame game and see how much money you can get off of it and how much publicity you can get off of it. And that ain't right. Uh... I mean, honestly, for me, I look at it like this. Uh, 
she's not in any position to really speak on Diddy's <laughs> behalf in any form of defense. Like I uh, said, she know that the motherfucker's guilty, so her best bet is to shut the fuck up. And in the same breath, I agree with Matt. You know, she's getting money, so why would she fuck up her check? Why would she fuck up her coins? And it's not like she didn't know what was going on. We talking about somebody that would get fellatio from another man with his office door open. And that was confirmed from numerous people that was working with him in that fucking office building. You know what I'm saying? So she she made that bed. She gonna have to, you know, lie down and get, and get comfortable. But it's just really, really, really fucked up because like Max said, a motherfucker be collecting check after check after check. Knowing there's some bullshit going on, then you don't even think like, damn, ain't like I could have a long career or any longevity in that sense. With working with this evil motherfuckers won't blow up and come to an end at some point. So you might as well be a real one to stand on ten toes, stand on business. But nah, this why should be happening like this. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Carissa's in a tough spot because, um, you know, I think she's making like the majority of her money through her podcast and interviews which, you know, is controlled by Revolt. And, you know, we, we did see some news today that Diddy, you know, temporarily stepped down from there. So I think she's definitely trying to see what else is about to happen, like the ripple effect around the field. Because, you know, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, I think we said the City Girls album might flop. Like, that shit wasn't even close to going nowhere. So I think she might be trying to transition into more of, like, the podcast interview-type field where she would have to, you know, really see what's going, what's about to happen with Diddy. Because, you know, Diddy getting out the game moves a lot of different pieces. Because I've seen um, that Diddy, you know, he got out, and niggas like 50 Cent are trying to buy Revolt. So it's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts going on right now, and I think it is smart that she stays quiet on the situation. I mean, my, my biggest piece of information to everybody is just to sit back and watch the domino effect, um, you know, continue on. Because, uh, you know, there, uh, there's, what is it, the uh, charter school chain, of, uh, it's, a, it's a charter school that was uh, working alongside of him, you know what I'm saying, and he couldn't, uh, right. well, they, they uh, you know, discontinued their partnership with him and shit behind everything that's been going on, so, you feel me, like, it's, it's still gonna be more people stepping down, uh, breaking their relationships with him and shit, because now it's becoming a big thing. Y'all ain't even ready for the artists that the motherfucker done robbed. They ain't even came out and said anything yet. So just sit back and watch this shit unfold, because I'm be waiting. And free Jaguar right, bruh. Free Jaguar fucking right. She been trying to tell niggas the motherfuckers weren't trying to believe her until she ended up getting locked up in some crazy-ass asylum or psych war, man. Free her, man. Free her for real. Okay. Does uh, anybody else want to speak to the Diddy or Carisha allegations? <laughs> Which way, cause real quick, what's the allegations with Carisha? That she's being silent for a specific reason. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, that's that's evident. I mean, that's not hard to fucking see. You know. She just she just put herself in a fucked up ass position. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure she realizes it now more than ever. Did she I'm put herself in a fucked up position or did Diddy put her in a fucked up position? No, she put herself in a fucked up position. It's definitely on her. It's not like this nigga was motherfucking 
Reverend T.D. Jakes, and I ain't like that motherfucker's a good nigga, but hypothetically speaking, it wasn't like he was a goody two-shoe motherfucker before a nigga start doing be- uh, business and music. Like, nah. He was already a fucking sick booty banded ass nigga, so she knew what the fuck she was getting into. Uh, wow. Okay. Can I, all right, let me ask y'all something real quick before we move on. I wonder to ask y'all this. Um, let's say you have a roommate and your roommate's girl, she always in the way, right? Like, she always just leaving a mess, being dirty as shit, just always in the way, bullshitting, uh, smoking cigarettes in the crib, drinking beer, just eating your shit. She just always in the way. How would you, how would you deal with this? How do you go about this? It gotta be a combo there. Like, it definitely has to be, like, a conversation that we niggas got to sit down and really figure that out. Because do you have a, di- a direct conversation with the girlfriend, or do you? If you, it depends. If you have a good relationship with your roommate, I'm pretty sure you do have a good relationship with your roommate if y'all roommates. But, yeah, you got to have a conversation with both. I'll sit him down respectfully. I'll sit him down and be like, yo, look. And I'll sit her down, too, both of them, and be like, yo, look, some things got to change here, and here it is. Oh, shit. She goes. So, wait, wait, cuz. Can you repeat that uh, scenario one, one more time, please? I don't know. It was the one with the old man. With the old man in the roommate. <laughs> Come on, cuz. It wasn't an old man. Well, what was the shit with the roommate? Because what, what, I, I, I really missed what you were saying. Look, Sean, it was, um, it was like you got a roommate. And uh, he's got a girl, but, like, she, like, being dirty around the crib, smoking sits in the house. She not putting up for no bills and shit. Like, how would you approach that situation? Hey, yeah. Hey, excuse me, sir. That bitch got to get the fuck out of my fucking residence, man. Or else I'm going to call the goddamn police. Period, point blank, man. She's walking around here, fucking up the goddamn house, smoking cigarettes and shit, turning my walls from white to fucking yellow. My vents are turning yellow. But I'm saying thanks. <laughs> Get a little fuck out of here. Or how about, I think the best solution would just to be move out on your own. Yeah, like, this is not some trailer on fucking 8 Mile, man. This is supposed to be a nice resident. She gotta get the fuck out of here. Fucking, do you want the pancakes or not, face ass? I mean, <laughs> quick question about that, though. Like, wouldn't it be, like, in normal situations, wouldn't it be a conversation there when, like, if she moved in, if you got a roommate, and his girl move in. Like, wouldn't there be a conversation there about the rules and regulations of the house? I feel like that would be disrespectful on the roommate to even let that transpire. Absolutely. Without saying some shit, prime example, just like the space that I'm in, they, like, they already done stamped the shit like no couples and please, no women. I'm saying if you got a resident where a majority of the residents are men, why would you want to, you feel what I'm saying? Even, even as the person that's in a relationship... Why would you want your fucking woman around another man or other men for that matter? Like, niggas be fucking stupid and then be looking crazy as hell when her head is through the other wall because she getting her back blown out by a fucking roommate. Like, nigga, be fucking for real and be smart. Like, shit crazy. Yeah, that's, that's wild, bro. I feel like if that's your man's for real, then... You shouldn't even have him dating the chick that smokes cigarettes, because that is disgusting. 
Chill, chill, chill. Lonnie would have to disagree with you there. A girl smoking cigarettes in my like that's wild, bro. That's disgusting. Wow, bro. Like why don't disgusting? We'd have to have a serious. If you my man's though, like, like, cause girls who smoke cigarettes bring problems. So I, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't let you rock like that. What about a bitch that smoke a black? It was worse. That shit not cute, bro. Like any type of tobacco for a woman is not cute. That's nine cigarettes in one. Cuz, are you serious? <laughs> black I can see if it's like hookah or some shit, but you talking about nah, Man, not even that fucking hookah here for Mac. And the bounce off that. You, you gotta let that slide, bro. The hookah, the hookah gotta slide, bro. The yeah, bounce off that a little bit, though. It's like, what gave you the audacity to do that? Why would you smoke in the crib anyway? Like, especially <laughs> with niggas that don't smoke or you around niggas that don't smoke. Why would you smoke in the crib? Hold on, smoking anything in the crib is crazy or smoking cigs in the crib? Smoking cigs, I can get like weed, alright, cool. That's a that's a that's a different thing. Weed is like different, but like cigs, yo, like your breath already stinking, so now you bringing the stink that's causing your breath to stink in the crib. <laughs> now my clothes smell like the bottom of a fucking ashtray. Oh god. I don't like that shit, man. That's so foul. It's fucking foul, bro. Me and that man, we might even have an altercation behind that because we think you about to be sneaky. But no, you got motherfucking goddamn fucking this Sarah Silverman ass bitch in here fucking smoking cigarettes. And, man, that shit just pissed me the fuck off. I wish a motherfucker would. I don't, I don't think smoking cigarettes is the end of the world. Sorry, I'm going to throw it out there. But doing that shit in the house is, you feel me? That shit is for so wild, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the end of the world if, if a bitch is fucking shit. Like, Y'all niggas don't think it's the end of the world because you niggas that. will fucking smoke a jig and a fucking drop of a dime if you want to. That's the only I don't smoke no jigaboos. Yeah, not no more, okay? I don't smoke the jigaboos. Because of the D.A.R.E. program? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Looking at looking at the bitch with the fucking, with the with the booty hole in her neck. <laughs> you got the niggas with the vibrate on it, though. Yeah, that's what we're saying. to some uh, music kind of so T.I. and his son they were at a Falcon in Saints Ganey I think it was in Atlanta <laughs> and uh, T.I.'s son said he was standing on business now I'm pretty sure y'all done seen that shit all over the internet T.I. had to yoke his son up nigga told him ain't shit you could do with me nigga ain't shit you could do with me little nigga alright but the but the thing is though I want to kind of exp- like you know Expand this, right? How do y'all feel about, I guess, kids that don't grow up in the hood, but they they somehow end up in the streets or do want to be from the streets? 
because you can see them get influenced by like other kids in the school or like the music that they listen to and shit. And you know, kids at that age, like you, you know, in between. Don't blame like, young boy. No, nah, listen, bro. That's real, bro. Like kids, like from twelve to sixteen, are super impressionable, bro, and they're they're dumb as fuck. So they end up doing stupid shit, bro, that they think is cool or like that they they hear music or they see on TV and shit like that. Or that, like, somebody else in the school might have did, and he might have got some clout off that. Can so, you I say immature and naive, Lonnie? Because uh, I wasn't dumb as fuck at 12. I mean, maybe immature and naive, but dumb as fuck? Right. That's kind of harsh, bro. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, that, that sounds a little harsh. But, yeah, you know what I guess, You know what I'm trying to say, right? right. Yeah, definitely naive and impressionable, bro. I mean, for me, I look at it like this, uh... It's a collection of things, but one thing that hasn't been really spoken on is the lack thereof, uh, the, the the availability of the masculine and both feminine energy when a kid is in need of that the most. I mean, this is Tiny Son from Escape, you know what I'm saying? She had to show and everything else that was going on. You know, she wasn't obviously able to be around King and those intimate moments where he might have, might have needed her the most. That's why he was at Graham's crib. We already know about T.I.'s career, so we damn sure know he wasn't able to get there. So now you get, you you in your grandma's crib, grandma now on the music that you listen to or the shit that you watch. Now you see these motherfuckers that pretty much experience the same shit you experienced. Their mom wasn't around, their dad wasn't around, now they emotional, now they angry, now they spitting these lyrics, they toting cars, they doing this. That's just enticing, cause it's like, yo, these niggas is just like me. Yeah, I got fed the silver spoon, the gold spoon, been in the mansions and all. I don't give a fuck about none of that, cause wasn't nobody paying attention to me. I look at these niggas in the hood. I'm on YouTube or whatever. Look at these videos. Niggas, they 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 crying out just like I am. I want to be with these niggas. That be another thing too that motherfuckers don't be talking about. That's why we got gangs and shit out here. Niggas ain't. Ain't been around they, they father figures and they motherly figures, but they see another motherfucker that's like they brother, they sister that's gonna stand on loyalty and you feel me, uh, fucking uh, blam a nigga on the set or strength of him or to protect him or her or whatever the case may be. Niggas be wanting that shit. And I was look, I was looking at the video, you know, I was I was laughing and shit because I, I was saying in my head like, why the fuck would they let that young boy get his teeth done like that? Because that's all I see is straight teeth. But. Aside from that, no jokes to the left, I could notice where he was fucking crying out. And nobody was trying to hear, hear him, you know what I'm saying? So that's why he got physical. So so I got a, I got a question with that one. Um, but you said that he lived with his grandma, right? Um, so, so what happened with the other kids? Because that's not the only one. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got, a, he got an older brother that's not nowhere near that type of nigga, if, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with uh, with Tim's daughter, who I ended up fucking meeting on here because I was talking some shit, and she ended up responding, but we ended up chopping up or whatever. Like, everybody everybody wasn't in the crib like how everybody think, you know, based on how the show portrayed. And, you know, apparently when they were due for filming, that's when King was able to come from his grand's crib and come to the house so they could have that family image, so... Tip's kids was pretty much scattered all over the place outside of Major, Damani, and um and fucking Tiny's daughter, you know what I'm saying? So it's pretty pretty broken, you know, in the slightest way. But yeah, they made that shit 
work for the image part, I guess, you know. Yeah, I, I feel that. So, so basically, they always scattered or scattered around. But I mean, even with that, though, you still got to look at the older brother. Like, you know, if we doing if we doing that comparison, you know, he he wasn't the only child there. And the other kids, you know, like the what's the what's the rapper like the little country rapper dude? What's what's that Ooh, nigga uh, name? Tipson. Yeah, yeah, he doing the money. Yeah, he doing a whole different lane. So I don't think. Yeah. I don't think that justifies it, bro. I feel like I feel like what happened with with King was. He started hanging around Boosie kids and seeing how Boosie was, and that shit kind of just rubbed off on him, and that, and that's why he's taking it the way he's taking it. Don't blame Boosie kids. I, I mean, I mean, I can see how I can see how he felt. He, he feel anger and resentment. You know what I'm saying? Because his sibling was able to be there, but he wasn't able to be there. Like, like I said, I feel, bro. I feel what he was saying. I felt everything he was saying. I, I, it's no benefit in him lying. Why would a child lie when they fucking parents? You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is something that's common with a lot of industry kids in the first fucking place. So it's just that they gotta live with that because they did it to that, that that young man. You know what I'm saying? They did that shit. He ain't do it to them. So my thing is, did you watch the entire video or did you just see the last part of it? Oh no, I watched. I watched everything. Okay, watched so. Everything. Uh, so if you watched everything, you would clearly see how he said he didn't want to be at the house with them. They didn't make him leave. He wanted to be gone. Yeah, he said yeah. he didn't like being there because they lived in a gated community. He wanted to be outside in the hood with his grandma. Yes, I did. and uh, Yeah, I did. I did catch that as well. I didn't I, I didn't mean to make it seem like they like forced him over there or made him go over to his grandma's house. That wasn't my intent. So excuse me if I did, but yeah, King definitely did say that though. So hold on, I have a question. How old were how old was he when they were doing the T V show? When he said he didn't wanna live in the gated community and all that? He was like five, six. Five he or was six? young boy. Okay, yeah. so look. If you're five or six, but and you talking about you wanna live in the hood with your grandma Nigga, that's dead. You're not about to make that decision for yourself. Like, you're coming out to the gated community with me. I don't see how he was able to make that decision for himself and niggas were okay with that type of shit. At five or six years old, that's crazy. Like, you're about to have to make some new friends. No, you're right. But I don't feel like he said back then that he wanted to be outside. They also said that when he was with his grandma, he got away with a lot of stuff. Like, they let him suck a pacifier until the age of 12 at his grandma's house. It's a passy. A papa at twelve. Can I ask a question? Because I feel like we're missing something very important, and it's a very important question right now. It's main idea actually. Is why is the grandma in the hood in the first place? Like, I Chinese mom. I don't think she was in the hood. Hood. I think she just wasn't in a gated community. Yeah, that's Chinese mom, Kev. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, think of it as, as a, like a suburban hood, nigga. Okay, we can take that. We can take that route. And what is a suburban hood? That is wild. I think Ti when he yoked him up, he should have slammed him. He got. <laughs> Yeah, you should have got body slammed because you gotta show your son you can't embarrass the family like this, and you wrong as hell. I mean, at the end of the day, though, he 
he can't get with him. Ain't shit he can do with him anyway. So you feel me? Like it might be crazy because this shit is so fucking funny because it's king silly ass. Like he really used to be my favorite when I was watching the show. And it's like, like I understand you feel me what you were saying, but it's like, man, this nigga, bruh. Oh man. Oh boy. I hope they work that out, man. You know, T.I. is one of my favorite rappers of, of all time. So, you and you know what's crazy? He yoked this nigga up and then went and performed and walked walked out. Walked the Falcons yeah, out. That nigga's a professional, bro. Yeah, he definitely handled that like a professional. And Ludacris came down from the sky. He was hanging. He ain't got one song. Do Ludacris got a song where he could be hanging, coming down from the sky? Do he got one song where he could be hey, doing nah, that? that first time. All right, staying in music, right? Chris Brown said he is he's he's a paru. He's not Jewish. He's not Muslim. He's not Muslim. He's not Jewish. He's paru. So keep him out of all the all other bullshit. Do y'all know what that means? Christopher Maurice Brown is a high yellow black man who has obvious caucus Neanderthal genes in his family bloodline who's from Tappahannock, Virginia, who is an American singer and songwriter in the American music industry, okay? You just gave us a whole background. He needs to stop it. No, he's not Pyro. He's not Pyro. I gotta disagree. Why he not Pyro? Exactly. Because because for some odd reason, artists be doing this shit where they, they, they kind of... They, they think they getting in with these fucking gangs and shit. And a lot of times, bro, they be getting extorted for their fucking bread. Like, hey, yeah, niggas yeah. don't be giving a fuck that you are a celebrity or anything, man. Niggas are standing on principles from, you feel me, from history. My nigga, it's, it's bigger than just who the fuck you are in the music industry. So he's getting extorted and he's also shouting his gang out while he's getting extorted? I mean, I mean, okay, so did we miss the fact that motherfucking YG spoke on the fact that he ain't really Pyro because none of his roots go trace back to Compton? He ain't came up with niggas, he ain't get shit out the mud with niggas. I mean, it's been real Pyro niggas that spoke on that shit too. Niggas do it all the time, even Lil Wayne. He be talking all that Pyro shit. Wayne's not really Pyro. Let's be fucking. Uh, Pyro. Let's stay on Chris Brown though. So, so look. All right, I got you, cuz. So, Zay, Calvin, how y'all feeling? Is Chris Brown really a butt? I would say the same. I'm gonna have to agree with the extortion. Like most of these rappers, they have these gang affiliates around them. They affiliated by the gang. I'm not gonna say he's a gang member. He may be affiliated through money, but they're extorting that nigga. Like I do feel like that. <laughs> bro, he's definitely, definitely a cash cow, bro. I mean, I've, I've been to Tappahannock, bro. I met like some of his family and shit, bro. Like, that's that's crazy that he would even want to be a part of that life. You know what I'm saying? Because like, when he like when he first got like got on and started doing like pop music and shit, didn't he start claiming he was from uh from Cali and shit? When he started doing the mixtapes, him Spinrilla, yeah. when he was going crazy on Spinrilla with the mixtapes, the boys in detention and shit. That's when all that. How Rush yeah. started when he was wearing like, snapbacks. Yeah, it was like a lot of time when he started. That's where that's when all that shit started. 
So as far as him being like an affiliate, I, I definitely don't believe it. Um, I feel like that was probably a prop um, to, I guess, increase his album sales or something. He just came out with an album or something like that. So that's that's how I feel about it. I feel like, yeah, I feel like yo, that Pyro shit was really, not to say it like this, but I feel like it was almost like he was trying to cover up the get somebody talking about something else other than this man having anger issues and what was going on with him and Rihanna at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, like that's crazy you smack a bitch and now you blood, now you blood. That's wild. Yeah, like like he wanted motherfuckers to leave him alone or he was gonna get his his, his gang brothers or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo claiming you power and slapping the bitch is wild that you see. Oh <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. So my thing is like look, like Niggas and gangs got different positions. Like, what if he's just the money nigga? Like, he's not in the streets putting in the work, obviously, but like. Oh, the cash cow. Lonnie, Lonnie, you gotta understand. Oh, Lonnie. Like, what do you mean by extorted? Like, you think niggas is hitting his phone every month? Bro, like, it's so funny. They don't need that man and they don't need his bread. But if you want some dick riding shit, then why not? These are government gangs that ain't going nowhere. Bloods, Crips, them niggas got their own bread. They got their own artillery. They got all. They don't need no celebrity nigga. They don't. They really, really don't. And then it's like, not to say it like this, but you, you're rich, man. Like you can, you that money you can you use it for them to go into so many more business endeavors. All right. So how do we feel about him saying he's not Muslim or Jewish? <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at him for that. Man, like, he, he's speaking a fact, bro. Like, the Muslim and Jews are hot right now. He got to fall back. All right, let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all. Would y'all, would y'all rather be Muslim, Jewish, or Paru? None. <laughs> if you had to choose. <laughs> no, well, I'm not dealing with the ish people, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright man Y'all niggas is crazy I think Chris Brown's really in a gang I don't know why that Him be, him giving money to the gang Has nothing to do with him being a part of the gang He be, he could be giving money to the gang And be a part of the gang Yeah 6 9 was a part of the gang Exactly Yeah he was a cash cow but we can't step over the fact that that nigga was already put in position to kind of like infiltrate the nine trades and, and with the Crips first over there in New York and then the nine trades. Like that nigga had, he had a mission that he had to accomplish and he did that shit. So I don't even, I don't even really buy that as him really being like in that shit. I mean, but at the same token, yeah, you can say that because ain't no way you can get the information unless you're in there with them niggas. So it's just fucked up because, you know what I'm saying, I just know the whole intent behind that whole shit, but niggas better be careful. Okay. How do y'all feel? Because uh, I, know, I know most of y'all probably will beat your kids in the future or probably do beat your kids. <laughs> But how do y'all feel when y'all see other kids getting beat in public? Like, when y'all see somebody beating their child? I'd be like, man, why the fuck couldn't you take them in the bathroom or in the car? Why you do that out in the public so these motherfuckers can say you abusing your kid and fucking call diapers? Yeah, I say the same thing. Like, it's it's a little excessive for you to beat them outside in public. First of all, that, that 
the, I do feel like that will traumatize some kids. You feel me? And that's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? I can take, we can do this where no one can see it. Hey, look, get your shit together. You feel me? Like not, not for everyone to see it. Right. No, I mean, yeah, Calvin's right. It is embarrassing for the kid and the uh, the parent. But like, bro, sometimes that shouldn't need to be done. Like, if a little nigga is really wild and he running away from you, he knocking shit over. Like, but there's yeah, a difference. You have to whoop him. But there's a difference. Between, <laughs> yeah, you won't have to whoop him or whatever. But it's a difference between doing it in public and doing it. Hey, look, when we get home, your ass is mine. Like, I'm but Calvin, look, like, what if you got a long ass grocery list? He I mean, that don't matter. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you acting up, gotta whoop this nigga. No, you don't. Hey, we can go to the bathroom. We can do whatever, but I'm not gonna. My mom used to tell me I'm gonna get you where you act up at. I'm not gonna do that on Alpha. This, this ain't this ain't that time, cause where I used to get smoked at Alpha. I got punched in the face. In front you were smoked in Alpha. This ain't this ain't this ain't them times, cause yeah, I feel I feel like it's a life lesson though, bro. Because um, when you become an adult and you do shit in public, you get dealt with in public. So you know, if a child does some shit, I'm not saying like fuck him up. But get them under control. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really a lesson that you're teaching them. I'm just saying, in today's time, I'm a, if I was a parent, I would I would teach that lesson in a more intimate, private space because motherfuckers be with the cameras and the phone calls. Oh, man, y'all niggas getting soft. Y'all putting y'all kids in time out. You don't want to get put on TikTok, yoking this nigga up. Hell fucking no, nigga. You know how your aunt used to do me, guys. She didn't care where the fuck we was at. But this ain't them times, cuz. This nigga Lonnie said he beating his kids, nigga. He gonna get put on TikTok. <laughs> but, like, it's not even a full-on ass whooping. Like, I'm just tapping your leg a couple times. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's different. Different. different from the still. It's just you just but never know. You, you just never know who's watching, man. That's my thing. And who you think gonna be watching, Cuz Dyfus? It could be anybody, but even even still, Cuz it's like like with that whole shit. Cause I've been through that situation. It's like, man, it could be so easy for somebody to call the motherfuckers on you, and they just pop up at your crib at random, like. And, you know, it's a lot. You and that motherfucker smoking weed with your kids in the house. It could be, it could be anything. It could be anything that they take and run to fucking extract your child from out the house. So it's just, it's just scary, cuz. So have y'all ever seen a kid get beat in public and, like, felt like you needed to intervene or, like, felt like you needed to... You better not intervene. Go ahead, Marvin. As a parent myself, what other people do with their kids, I mind my business. But when it comes to my kid, if she acting up, I'm definitely going to pop her or make a little face, like, tighten up. But as far as, like, full-on beating her ass in public, I would never do that because I wouldn't do it in private anyway. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was beat like the 
I mean, how do y'all feel about it? Is there ever a time where y'all would intervene? I mean, if they punching the fuck out somebody, or their kid or some shit like that, and the kid look like they didn't head enough, and your ass still doing it, yeah, you on drugs. Yeah, if it's something too crazy, like, like he pushed the kid, like the kid fall, hit his head on the on the little shelf or some shit. Yeah, like I would definitely intervene. Like, I, yo, I was I was thinking about intervening. This one time when I was working at Whole Foods, bro, like, this kid was getting his ass beat by the, uh, the raw chicken, bro, and I felt bad, like, I'm like, damn, but, like, I, I went on break, bro, I said, fuck that bitch, fuck that bitch, fuck that bitch, get your stripes, little nigga, I'm sorry. the crazy part is he's so right the, my parents actually gave the principal at my school permission to beat me yep I'm telling it yep I'm telling it I'm telling it I'm telling it and I'm not gonna lie this nigga definitely used to this nigga used to strike me down a couple times nigga I got struck down Nigga, Justice, no, nigga, Mr. Townsend, nigga, yeah, Pleasant Tech, nigga, yeah, nigga, Me Too, nigga, Me Too movement, nigga. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say, Mara? Were you going to say something? No, I was going to ask if the principal really whooped your ass before. But... Nah, he didn't whip my ass, but he used to, my dad. I don't know if my dad used to tell him or he. this is what he used to do to his sons or I don't know what the fuck. But he used to be like, stick your, stick your chest out. Stick your chest out. And he would smack me in my chest. Bang! <laughs> and my parents used to, be, and my dad used to be like, hell yeah, nigga. When I'm at work and you acting up, I need somebody to get to you. What? That that does y'all does that make it right? Y'all does that make it right? Exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't do it to my kid, but it wasn't like we just had a principal that was beating on kids. <laughs> yeah, he was just beating on me. is crazy but the, the crazy part is though the the principal that used to do do that wicked ass shit he got a brother that my dad is cool with his brother too and the brother's really cool the brother the brother should have been the principal but instead i got stuck with the other brother god damn all right um what else we got man so yeah we got to talk to lonnie because lonnie's an okc fan 
And right now in OKC, Lonnie's man's Josh Giddy. I know y'all know who that is. I know y'all know who that is. Yeah. That's your man's Lonnie? Get him. The nigga you be hanging with. Get him. The nigga you be with. Yo, I just Should he sit until we figure out if he did it?
exactly. Like, he's stupid for that. But if we're talking about in ramifications of the law, then there's there's a bit of conversation that needs to be had. No, nah, that nigga need to sit down. Well, Lonnie, when you say that, it sound, you sound like you're almost excusing the whole, oh, well, she was 18. Mm, like, giddy. Nah, giddy. 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 No, hold up, hold up. I will say this, though. 21 is young, though. Right? Is 21 young? It is. There's no excuse, bro. I'm not excusing. No, I'm not excusing, bro. I am saying 21 is young, though. Before that, Icon Award at the Soul Train Awards. T Pain really is a legend for real, man. T Pain really is a legend. I want to ask y'all: T Pain dropped a new album. Would y'all really go listen to it if he was to drop a new album today? Yes, yes I would. I would. I would. I would listen to it. Well, it depends on what album he dropped because he did a he dropped the album not too long ago um, with all like the country hits and shit, and I want really fucking with that one. Good point, Zay. He did drop an album recently with uh, describing exactly uh, what you said. I was fucking with it just because he's really good at singing, but you're you right. That's probably what and what. That's not what we really want from him. You're right. You're absolutely right, yeah. So what what type of album are you fucking with, then, Zay? Honestly, bro, I like, the, I like his R&B, bro. Um, I think he came out when he first came back once he uh, got that buzz and shit from Drifting. He did like a R&B song. That shit was pretty dope. And uh, I watched I watch his uh, his podcast and shit when he make music uh, from scratch. So I, I like like the little chill shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't really want to hear too much of him trying to go outside the lane. But um, I, I like the R&B dude for real. 
What's good, Lonnie? Yeah, so I think it's called an Icon Award. I I think. Uh, Don't quote me. Yeah, yeah. bro, that nigga's iconic as fuck. Like, from, you know, that chain with the big-ass chain and the top hat and the tux. Yeah, he paints that nigga, man. Salute you me. know, Lonnie, you're the first person I've ever heard say that T-Pain birthed Ty Dolla Sign. And I don't think I 100% disagree with that. Word, that was crazy, right? That is very interesting that you said yeah, so I I was listening. Shut I was up, Lonnie. I was listening to Alistair when he was dropping tapes, and um, that 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 tape he did was she was she better and stretch it out. Yeah, like, that was my shit for real. You know, um, I just he just he, he don't really use like the auto tune because the nigga really can sing. But damn, that's fucking interesting to tell that you said that. All right, Lonnie, give us another one, nigga. I can't say that though. I can't say that. Nigga T Pain been making music since like oh four, nigga. Like Bro, Ty Dollar's immature, bro. I don't know if y'all remember Immature. That nigga was an immature, bro. He used to he used to be with that little group. Like he been in the game for a long ass time, bro. Nah, word that Lonnie, what makes you say that? What what made you say the Ty Dollar shit? Now you gotta talk about um, it. I mean they got like a similar cadence, bro, like and they also got kind of like a similar look, like with the long dreads and the fat forehead out there. But um, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, I was listening to the Ty Dolla Sign and um Kanye song, and like you know, a, a lot of his earlier stuff, bro. Right, he just kind of reminded me like T Pain, bro. Like this nigga Ty Dolla Sign can really sing for real, but so can T Pain. He just you know chooses to to flood his shit with the auto tune. But I mean, I think they're you know more similar in ways that they're different. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he definitely influenced them for sure. Um, but to say he <laughs> No I'm bad, bro, that's just crazy. I'm just thinking about it like that's crazy, no, no, that's definitely crazy. Uh that dollar sign is a little bit different as far as like his whole swag and his whole um like his whole delivery and shit like that. So but I definitely can see where you're coming from as far as like the influences and shit, but You got another one that, you know, T-Vain? You got another one of T-Pain's babies that he gave birth to? Now, this one might sound a little crazy, but... <laughs> I'm going to go Fetty Wap. Mmm. Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Niggas like T-Pain. Nah. Nah. That, why? That's not a bad... That's not a bad... Influence. 
And if anybody knows who Zapp and Roger was, those are the niggas that was fucking singing with the talking machine. With the All right, but what they got to do with Fetty Wap, though? So, you know, like, when you, when you say shit like that, like, and them niggas don't use the auto-tune, it already kind of, like, dilutes it because it's, it's really not too parallel. Like, like T-Pain just started singing without the auto-tune, for real, for real. But prior to what he is now, everybody knew, knew T-Pain as an auto-tune nigga. And was so crazy, he got criticized for it. And then it was like, after after he debuted, everybody and their mother started using the auto-tune. They was getting praised for it. Wayne, Chris Brown, like, shit was weird. Shit was weird. But, no, nah, I wouldn't say Fetty Wap is birthed by T-Pain. No, nah, I wouldn't say that. I would say anybody that uses auto-tune, he he was kind of like the he was the godfather of them using the fire there for sure yeah going through that I say that but yeah these rappers like Ty Dolla Sign even Fetty Wap you can't compare because they had they follow a tune good most of them follow a tune good so they just kept that and flow with it that style is a little different than T Pain's T Pain used that auto tune and made that shit something different he made that shit so. I don't think those are bad takes, Lonnie. I'm going to be honest. That was, that was not some bad takes, man. Because music, uh, just the sound, I could, I could see where you're getting that from. And Fetty Watt was coming out with them hits back to back. Like He had a yeah, couple summers on lock. Nigga, it was like an entire year, but he had four <laughs> songs that you could not run away from, bro. Yeah, very similar to how Payne, when he dropped the two with Akon and then another joint. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like that one, too, yeah. All right, so staying in music. So for all you niggas, right, that was talking shit about Andre 3000 dropping a flu album. Well, his album did better than a lot of niggas, right? So his album sold 24,000 units the first week. That was better than Nas, Logic, Lil TJ, Ice Spice, Lil Wayne, Kodak Black, uh, shit, French Montana, Yo Gotti, and DJ Drama. So this nigga's flute album that all y'all fuck niggas was hating on <laughs> just sold more than all y'all favorite rappers, though. I just want to make a point. How does that happen? In, in, in their defense, one, <laughs> uh, this, the, this the two points. One, I listened to the Flute album. Flute album was actually a vibe. Two. People, you gotta understand. People have been waiting for Andre 3000 to drop any album by himself for years. The anticipation of that alone. Yeah, I, I was tuning in because this man didn't even drop an album for himself. Niggas been waiting for that for, for years. So it's like, and mm -hmm. it added to the success of that, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if Andre 3000 dropped an album by two years ago, and then he dropped this shit, that shit would not be no 24K first week. And it would not be bigger than all these other niggas. But um, did y'all actually listen to the full album? Kelvin, you say you did. Did um, did anyone else listen to it? Anyone Man, I'm damn near, I'm damn near on my, like, my 10th time listening to it, Lonnie. Really? Hell yeah. Yeah, I listened to that shit, bro, and... um. I really tried to catch a vibe, bro. Like, I was smoking dope. I was doing my thing. And, bro, like, I almost forgot that it was playing, bro. Like, I don't know. It, it wasn't, it was definitely was not for me, bro. But it's Saint Andre. <laughs> I like that first song on there. That shit. 
don't know. I like the sounds, bro. I just like the sounds. It's different. Yeah, all that shit, man. Butterflies, the birds chirping and shit. Yeah, all that good shit. But I just wanted to, you know, just point that out to you niggas. Don't, you know what I'm saying? So don't do that no more. When a nigga, you know what I'm saying? When he about to drop drop like a a trumpet al- uh, album or some nut shit, y'all niggas don't, don't speak down on it. Don't doubt it. That shit might pop. But uh, staying in music, right? We got one of Lonnie's favorite rappers, Sexy Red. Now, I know y'all seen Sexy Red. She about to drop a new video. And sexy red, I fuck with I fuck with Big Sexy. I really do. I fuck with Big Sexy. But she may have crossed <laughs> <laughs> She may have crossed the line. She may have crossed the line. Like this shit shit has just maybe just gotten too out of control at this point. Shit has may, maybe just gotten too out of control. Why you saying that, bro? So I think, because I just seen it all over social media, everybody was talking about it. She's supposed to be dropping a video. She was twerking, and it looks like she's in a makeshift gel, like a fake gel, but it looked real. What her twerking, and it's a bunch of niggas in the gel, you know, getting hype in the background. It just looks crazy. It just, it just looks really crazy. And at first, when I seen Sexy Red, I was like, all right, this little dirty bitch being herself. And I got to respect it. And I'm like, all right, she coming up. She doing her thing. And now, I don't know. That shit that I've seen, it just look crazy now. And now, now it look like somebody was telling her to do that. Like, yo, you, you should, you should. I don't know. Just look as crazy as you can. Just look as crazy as you can. But I don't know. How, how y'all feel? Did y'all even see this shit? Did y'all even see this shit? Yeah, I definitely seen it, bro. And it's like, nigga, like. Where did y'all think the next level was going to? <laughs> Where did you think she was thinking it? From the, the songs with Sukiyana and all that crazy shit. Like, but, I mean, so, let me make a quick comparison real fast. So, do y'all feel like, um, cause I know niggas didn't really fuck with the, the Kai Sinat when he was in jail and shit. And now Sexy Red is making this song with all her baby daddies in jail type shit. Like, that's destroying the youth at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you ask me, it, it looks yeah. crazy. Hell yeah. I feel like this shit is real crazy and it's out of whack at this point. I just watched it when when I heard about it. So it was like, at this point, man, she had industry plant. Like, her and Ava Lou telling the, I'm not going to get into all that, but she had industry plant. I don't expect nothing less from her. I was saying this from Jump Free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let when I see one. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm listening, man. This shit right here, like, and and what I hate the most is I really got love for the girl. I don't think she's ugly. Uh, you know, I just think she just needs some guidance in a few areas. And I want nothing but the best for her. Word, we love Big Sexy. But it's just, I really despise the way she's being exploited. Word. Like the level of vibrations that her music is played upon. It's just, it's bad blood, man. And it's not good for the community. It's not good for the young ladies that's coming up. 
It's just not good. And then it's like now she's fucking pregnant. She's obviously showing. And she still has to fucking tour around the world and do these goddamn shows. She needs to be off of goddamn feet, if you ask me. Um, you know, but it's just like, it's just a terrible situation, man. It's just a bad situation all around for me. So. Well, hold on. Let me, let me ask the group real fast. Um, so after she has her kids, like, do y'all think she transitions into more of like a pop act? Or do you think like she keeps this, uh, you know, the ratchet look like the, the hood bitch look like? The ghetto bitch look like. How, how do y'all feel she transitions after she has her kid? She already has a child, so I don't feel like she would change because she's having another one. Well, this is the public one, though. Like, this is the one that she's protruding, you know, on stage. She pregnant as hell. That does make a little difference. So I feel like that makes a little bit of a difference. Yeah, but at the same time, she's not going to stray away from being a ratchet Hood booger that she is. <laughs> She's just gonna be a motherfucking hood rat with two motherfucking kids, and the baby dad is nowhere to be fucking found. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Cause yo, I mean, listen, hold up, Mara, uh, Mara, Audie, would y'all like to, could y'all speak to this, uh, a little further, possibly? I think y'all are being very judgmental and weird, and Sexy Red is not an embarrassment to black women because she don't represent all black women. That's how she carries herself as an individual, and people seem to like it, actually. You're my baby daddy. Yeah, but at the same time, too, the, we, it's just the collective thought that we may not give a fuck about, but it just is what it is. Just same thing with fucking Cardi B. They may be their own individual persons, but they still a representation of women of color, Hispanic, Afro, you know what I'm saying? All women of color. He, he kind of right, though. They, 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 they're right represented though. by them. So all of the rappers who beat women, sell drugs, kill people, rape people, those rep- that represent all the men on here? Unfortunately, is that your yes. representation? Unfortunately, yes. It is a stigmatism that we have over our heads, although we are not like that. You know what I'm saying? People have to assume, already have the fucking thought that, oh, this may be a thug. He may, he may, he may want to fucking muscle me to try to get some pussy, or he's selling drugs, or 
he got a gun on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it was what we're not. <laughs> but it just is what the fuck it is because of these people that they have representing us as a collective. He's, is he wrong though? Did he say something wrong? Is he off? Nah, I agree. I disagree. I, I only agree because, um, you know, it, it's not Sexy Red's fault that people put her into, like, this limelight position where... True. Unfortunately, like, she is being hurt. Like, she's being herself. But, unfortunately, to the masses, yeah, you are representing, you know, who you are. You're representing your people. And, you know, that's just, just the position that she's in. Um, she doesn't want to be there, you know, obviously, but... That, that's what it is. Like, I agree with Sean. Like, All right, but hold up. But even if we're just talking about somebody as an individual, as an individual, is it not crazy? Like, okay, even if it wasn't Sexy Red, if I seen Nikki or even Cardi do that, I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, but you're, you're talking well, about people who have a platform. You're, you're not talking about everyday people who nobody gives a fuck about. You're talking about people who have the platform to reach millions so i i get what you, you guys are saying like they're individual people but at the same time their platform exposes them to the world yes black people are judged off of what they do it, it's, it's sad to say but black people are judged off what celebrities do black celebrities do and it's crazy because you can you can a motherfucking nfl he raped one girl now all it's a stigmatism. Like, everybody thinks that, you know, black people, they, they, they raping bitches out here. It's crazy. But that's how it is. Or for the music industry, um, you know, you dress a certain way. He's a fucking thug. And then you got your kids outside and they, they, they dress, they try to dress like the rappers. And now they're, they're labeled as being a thug. So, I mean, I, I get what you're saying as far as the individuality, but that's not how the world works. Yeah, exactly. But, like, the majority of people that live in America don't live around black people. They don't interact with black people on a day-to-day basis, so they see what's on so the music videos and on the internet and stuff like that. They're like, yo, these people are thugs, they're dangerous, um, these bitches is crazy, like, you know, they bust <laughs> shit like that. Like, yeah, unfortunately, that's how they're getting judged. And the difference between Sexy Red and Nicki and Cardi is that Nicki and Cardi went and did pop music for a little bit to improve their image. Like, but at the same time, but what's so crazy... I'll never forget when motherfucking Cardi and that goddamn horse face Megan the goddamn stallion did that wet ass pussy music Sean, video. Sean, you already done. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up. It yeah, is. calm down, cuz. Yeah. That shit was some bullshit. And that, that was disgusting as well. Cause why the fuck would you put a song out like that and then they made it a hit on the radio? Now people kids gotta hear this. Alright, 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 alright. It's fucked up, cuz. Alright. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Alright. I I don't think Sexy Red um is the representation of all black women. Um, even though some people might perceive it as that. That doesn't make it a fact though. So she isn't the representation of all black women. So when I do give my opinion specifically on what Big Sexy is doing, I'm only talking about her as an individual, not all black women. Uh, and she ain't really crossed the line to me, like I said, until she started like 
Why? I don't know. Like, Sexy could have did any other cool video, did anything. Like, she popping right now. Like, why? Why are we in a jail, love? Like, what are we doing? But, uh, you know, I want her to keep being successful and keep doing her thing. I fuck with Big Sexy, man. That, that's that's how I'm feeling about it. Uh, the Boondocks warned us about all this, man. <laughs> I mean, you're right too, guys. Oh yeah. Um, real quick, standing music. We about to finish this up. Young Thug, his lawyer said, "Thug means truly humble under God," and that's what Thug means. So that was a, that was a bar. <laughs> Bonnie, you stupid. <laughs> That was a bar. He's coming home, bro. I if, just want to respectfully tell you because I'm standing at the cash wrap because I'm not buying that bullshit. That, so if your lawyer started your case off with that, you would be like, I'm fucked? Yeah, I, at that point, my heart would already be in my bowel, bowel system because what the fuck? Like, what in the Sam fuck are you really doing here, bro? Like you want you want somebody to think of Care Bears when they hear Young Thug, huh? Okay. <laughs> I mean, look, bro, the nigga Thug said this a while back. Like a while back, I remember him saying that that's what Thug stood for. And like, show him, bro. Like, you wouldn't be excited if your <laughs> your lawyer came out and said, you know, Sean stood for <laughs> salute everyone. <laughs> and any nationality, like <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Good try, but uh, in the words of Randy Jackson, yeah, it's going to be a no for me, dog, because it's just not marketable. Listen, <laughs> Thug is going. Thug was going to get off anyway, because you know what I'm saying. He's within the order. You know what I'm saying. He's a fucking Mason, bro. He's good. He's like all this shit he's doing right now is good for the fucking media and everything, but. He about to come home, my nigga, bro. All that truly humbled under God. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Nigga don't even fucking worship. Like, come on, bro. Like, that shit is fucking bullshit. They just stop it. All right, so... You think he... All right, well, I don't even want to get into that. I don't even want to get into that. All right, so you think he's going to beat his case, though, still. All right, but... Yeah, free Jeffrey. Gonna be this you know them niggas. You know them niggas don't get in trouble, cause you know what the fuck going on. Um. <clears throat> oh yeah, so they gonna use Thug's lyrics against him in court? I thought they had a law where they was getting rid of that, but I don't know. Out of nowhere, they gonna use his lyrics against him. Um. So hopefully. You know what I'm saying? And they, I think they playing a song in court called Take It to Trial. And this nigga, the whole time in the song, he's like, fuck the judge. I'm killing niggas. Take it to trial. I ain't taking no plea. And they're playing this song in court. So, that's just not a good look. I mean, they can, they can play that song, bro. Like, Doug also has positive, uplifting songs, too, that they could play. Like, the, the fuck cancer joint? Come on, bro. Like, that's uplifting as shit. <laughs> the King Troop, bro. Come on, bro. Freak up, man. I, I mean, Lonnie, you're not wrong, but is the judge? Well, the judge did come into the court. He had his dog with him, and he had an earring in. 
So they said he was on some really East Atlanta, South Side nigga shit. So hopefully he gonna beat the case. They brought the judge. Word, I mean, but like, it, it looks ugly right now, but if they're playing lyrics, bro, we can play those positive lyrics too, bro. Like, we can play what, the lyrics. What is, what is that really doing, though, Lonnie? We're playing those positive lyrics, what is that really doing? I feel like it shows that he's a positive influence on his community. Like, what's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's positive. He's positive, he's nuts. Chill, <laughs> <laughs> buddy, pushing P, pushing positivity, nigga. Yeah, 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 pushing, pushing pounds. Pushing pounds of cocaine. Oh, cuz, chill, you trying to date my nigga. All right. Nah, you telling, nah, nah. He got op, you ratting, cuz, you ratting, cuz. Want some other shit. Uh, oh yeah, real quick, real quick. This nigga, this nigga Fat Joe, he said he got the name Joey Crack, cause that's what the girls in the hood called him because his butt crack was always out. Now, I don't believe that's true. I think he's now saying this because of the whole indictment niggas using the lyrics against against the rappers and shit. So now he's saying that's true. I just want to know how do y'all feel about that? I believe it's true. I believe it's true. He was always a fat motherfucker, so you know, just don't need to talk about illegal things. Yeah, bro, I believe that shit, dog. Like Spanish people are funny as hell, bro. They probably came up with that shit. So that mean Joey Crack, he really wasn't selling drugs. He was lying in all his raps then. Well, I mean, he wouldn't be the only one doing that did that shit. <laughs> you ain't lying, cuz. You ain't lying. Um let me see, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I need to go over with you niggas? Oh yeah, did anybody hear Jack Harlow's number one single, Loving On Me. Did anyone hear that song? No, I didn't think you niggas heard that song. So I'm trying to figure out how the fuck it got to number one, but I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but I mean, the only time I heard that shit was um, like on Twitter or something. Like, it's somebody like clowning that shit. But yeah, I, I've never heard that song anywhere. Like, and, and I've been outside this week, too. Like, I've not heard that shit. Did you like his uh, halftime performance during Thanksgiving when he came out the igloo? <laughs> Bruh, I mean, it was all right, bro. He was rapping, but, like, I felt bad for him. They hold the fuck out of him with that set. Does Jack Harlow deserve a Super Bowl set for Thanksgiving? Hell no. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't deserve no Super Bowl shit, but, like, bro, they can they can do something better with that shit, bro. That shit was terrible. I mean, at least he tried his best. He, he didn't give a bad performance. The setup was just bad. But, I mean, how much of the setup really depends on how good the performance is? Like, did he really need this super big setup to give a good performance? Um, I mean, not necessarily. Because Jack Harlow don't have no songs where like he needs some big ass setup, but you know the setup is part of the performance a lot of the times. You know, like 
lot of I mean, artists that get into that type of shit usually put out good performances. Let's be real here. I mean, a lot of these new artists lack stage presence, so they're going to need these fucking crazy-ass visuals and imagery on the screen to, you know, pretty much hype up their mediocre-ass performances. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one thing to be a good rapper and to have it in the booth, but it's definitely possible for you to not have it on stage live, so... Mm. That's probably what the case is. He's one of them motherfuckers. Okay. All right. Uh, last thing. So Michigan is set to become the first state in the U.S. that would automatically register people to vote once they leave from prison. Oh, that's great, man. That's that's really good. We need uh, all the felons to be able to vote. Um. I think felons should be able to vote unless you was touching kids or being crazy. You can't vote. But if you are a felon for any other reason, yeah, you should be able to vote, man. So that's really dope that they're doing that out in Michigan. So they're giving felons back the right to vote? Yeah, in Michigan. And they'll automatically be registered. I don't think that's what's going on. I think it's just if you're not a felon. No, it's, in jail? no, this is, I think this is from prison. I'm pretty sure only felons go to prison. I don't, mo, yeah. I don't know. that's a federal law. No, I'm pretty sure. And wasn't felons allowed to vote again? You can, you can, you can apply for your rights back, but it's not like a guarantee. Well, they said they were automatically going to register people to vote once they leave from prison. So I, I that that's in the news. Niggas can go look that up. Yeah, y'all y'all niggas go do your research, man. Real shit. But uh, that is good news. Hopefully that is true. Hopefully that is true. But um, yeah, man, that's that's everything from me. Uh, did y'all have anything that y'all want to go over? Anything that we missed? Yeah, for sure. I definitely want to give a big shout out to Metro Boomin. I don't know if you guys know, but he did a a symphony concert, and that shit is like super super viral and legendary. Oh, shout out to him. Um, I'm not a big fan of Metro, but uh, shout out to Metro, man. Oh yeah, um, cause I'm surprised you didn't have it in your list of topics, but. This, uh, this situation with Will Smith needs to be spoken about. Mm, what's going on with Will Smith? What he do? Well, you know, his ex-assistant just came out and was speaking on the situation with uh, Ian Dwayne Martin. Uh-uh, no. So I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Did y'all have anything else that y'all wanted to go over and talk about? I don't want to talk. I'm not talking about Will Smith or Dwayne Martin. Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? I didn't even go into detail. You good though? I don't even want to talk about them. You don't need to go into detail. I don't want to hear Dwayne Martin or Will Smith's name. <laughs> No, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like I said, uh, I had a big game with this shit months ago before they even started talking about it. 
Um, but yeah, like that's just kind of like coming out too at the same time as the Diddy shit. And that's it. Yeah, did he? Yeah, he scared me. Uh, Not name it, yo. <laughs> listen, listen. Anything else fun or you know funny y'all wanted to end on talk about before we get out of here? Anybody that was fucking with Aaliyah, you fuck, nigga. <laughs> all right. Oh my goodness. I just want to say y'all were amazing, Wani, Audie, Cuz, your craziest shit, Ice, uh, Zay, Calvin, Marvin, man, y'all the best, man. Uh. Appreciate y'all so much, man. It's the podcast. We will be back. We out of here. Y'all niggas take care of me, man. Man, let me tell you about my brother, though. My brother, a two-toter. My brother, a tombstoner. Diamonds and violence made us bond. We grew closer. Brother, a clip loader. My brother, a sick soldier. That nigga sticking to you for real. He a lint roller. My brother, an aimbotter. I bought him a Range Rover. My brother, a flamethrower. It's like he playing EDM. That nigga, a chain smoker. Niggas won't smoke with us. I promise this game over.
But enough about me.